in hot with this one here. I, no one is going to expect how I'm opening this right now. Who's better, NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? NSYNC. This is not even a competition. It's not even a discussion. NSYNC is the GOAT. Like, come on now. Let's not, let's not, let's not, let's not do this. I don't, I, I'm asking genuinely because I, I don't have enough... A personal attachment to either of their catalogs to to weigh so, in. So here's the thing. Here's the objective thing. Backstreet Boys sold more albums. Like on like when it comes to like the sales, Backstreet Boys sold more albums. I love that you have this information in your head already. <laughs> because it's a, no, because 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 sync is one of my favorite like artists. So yeah, I know. Like I've had this battle. I respect it so many times. Backstreet Boys has more sales, for sure. And I'm talking about, like, from the beginning of the Backstreet Boys to when NSYNC, like, disbanded, which was 2001, 2002. So, like, I'm talking about, like, from that point, like, that area, because Backstreet Boys is still a thing, they've released more music, all that stuff. Um, Their their first album, was was it called Larger Than Life? Larger Than Life? Was that the actual name of the album? Or was it Millennium? Millennium? Millennium. That wasn't it. I don't know. Pulling strings. Strings attached. No strings attached. Their Millennium album uh, was like, it was kind of like a uh, um, one-hit wonder type album where it just like sold buckets, like crazy amounts. Um, And I'm not denying that. And I'm not denying that Backstreet Boys isn't a great group. I like Backstreet Boys. But when it came to In Sync, In Sync was like we're In Sync. That's it's true. Like they held a televised concert for In Sync. They don't do that. So like you know what I mean. Like we don't get that for artists unless they are like super popular. Extra Boys played in heaven though. That's in a movie. <laughs> it's the same. It doesn't count. Um, that was film. I don't even so know. Like, Backstreet Boys debut single is We've Got It Going On. I don't even know if I know that song. Do I know I that song? I don't, I don't think I know that song. I don't think I know that song either. And then this said NSYNC's their first hit is I Want You Back. Is that right? Uh, No. Wait, isn't I want you back, Backstreet? No, it's in sync. Um, you back in and out. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and I want you back. Back, Wait. yeah. Um, I okay. think it was. I'm just looking at Wikipedia because I don't. I'm not familiar enough to make these any claims here. I, I got a. It I says lead. Their lead singles. I want you back, and their group's second single was tearing up my heart. Oh, take it. Yeah, tearing up my heart was what I thought. Yeah, yeah. I want you back in tearing up my heart were like the two big ones. Man, because when we are apart, I feel it too. Also, here we go. Here we go. One more time. Everybody's feeling fine. Here we go. Here we go. NSYNC has got the flow. It's Jude. Like, come on now. Come on. Come on. Come on. I don't have. I don't have an attachment to them. Oh my god! I don't and know then, if I have an attachment to any boy band, to be honest. And then no strings, like no strings attached, is a ten out of ten album. 
like it's 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 short it's like seven or eight tracks all of them are bangers and the ba- like the one ballad song is a good ballad track like it's dude that is a 10 out of 10 album for sure mm-hmm. there you well, have it there it is that's the, the right, thing so that like, Pardon, how many also, members of nsync can you name nsync how many okay. members of nsync are there first uh five how many do you, okay you're correct wait really uh, okay many, hold on how many hold members on, of uh bachelor n s y n c n sync each initial each initial is something to do with their name perfect go ahead right doesn't it have to do with their names or something Right in. Who's the most famous member of NSYNC that no, you can no, name? I think head. it's like a different letter of their names. It's not their first letter. Obviously, Justin Timberlake is okay. there. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Hit me. Hear me out. We got Justin Timberlake. We got fucking Joey Fatone. Mm-hmm. Um, two for two. Chris Kirkpatrick. You can get your ass kicked. Okay. There you go. Yep. That's uh, great. Thank, thank you, Eminem, for that one. Um, I don't know if I can give me a hint. One of them, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Space. One of them was on Celebrity Big Brother, and I don't the know if it was Joy Fortone or someone else. I'm gonna be so mad the if it's second, the one. One of them that you're missing is like notably like the most popular of the members after Ju- Justin Timberlake. Oh, like he, fuck. Uh, like it's yeah, it's 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 this dude. Damn it, Bravo He's, is on a lot in this house. Because Jen watches Bravo. That dude's friends with someone on Vanderpump Rules, and he's Ben. I know exactly yes, who it is. Yes, he's, he's been on one. Vanderpump Rules. He's yes. the gay one. He's yes. the gay one. Fuck, what's the first letter of his name? No, not, <laughs> not giving you that. Um, shit. I definitely know this person's name too. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what's my name? <laughs> that was Chris Kirkpatrick. <laughs> yeah, that was Chris Kirkpatrick. So he's already got that one. Um. If if you can remember that sketch, that SNL sketch, you have all the names because you've already said Chris Kirkpatrick. Uh, it's not you. Blank, blank. Yeah, I can't. I I won't be able to remember that. Um, shit. I definitely know this person's name. Uh, I want to say it's something with a J or an N. Uh, no, it's not nope. J. There's no. There's not two J's. Where do you got Justin? Um, I don't know. I, I Jen also said NSYNC is better than Backstreet Boys. Um, Jen's correct. You should marry her. <laughs> that, that's the reason you should marry her. Like, yeah, that's exactly. The reason. Yeah, that's the reason. Um, she passed the final Damn, I don't. I'm so mad because I know that person's name. Bro, this, is, this is this is really tearing up my heart. <laughs> the fifth I one wish, the fifth wish we one had music not. for this the fifth one I definitely won't be able to get um, which is sad because he's my favorite member the one that you won't get uh, so I still have the I want you back like I, I googled NSYNC's first hit and mm. the next few things down list their members so now I've seen the names and I'm very okay. mad that I yeah. couldn't pull Lance Bass out of my hat yeah also mad. I, I probably Bass, maybe Lance could have Bass, got JC yeah. too Fun fact, Lance Bass was the original voice of Sephiroth. That I did not know. Yeah, because the first time that he was voiced was in uh, Kingdom Hearts 1. And he was the voice of uh, of him in Kingdom Hearts 1. I was going to say, was he, wasn't he the voice in Kingdom Hearts? That makes sense. He was the voice in Kingdom Hearts. He wasn't the voice in Advent Children. Um... <sighs> That's a fun fact. He's also an uh, 
I definitely yeah, am not going to get yeah, also, anyone from Backstreet Boys. You're not? No, there's no way. Who's the lead singer? Oh, just the first letter lead singer. I, 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 will, also say, I will also say... I, yeah, yeah but there's always, like, will, there's always I, like the one in front. I only know one member of it, uh, Backstreet Boys, and that's because he's Aaron Carter's, Aaron Carter's brother. brother. <laughs> yeah, oh, Nick literally. Carter. Wait, why yeah, did I Nick think Carter. Nick Carter was in 98 Degrees? You're thinking about Ashley... Uh, no, wait, Ashley was in O-Town, wasn't he? Yeah, Ashley was in O-Town. Uh, Nick Lachey, you're thinking about Nick Lachey. I'm thinking of Nick Lachey, God damn it. Anyways, welcome everyone to the Past Control Podcast, the show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests like tonight, and sometimes we talk about boy bands too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week, except for last week when my house melted into the ocean. Uh, anyways, as always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Friday evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Desir. Mike, how are you doing tonight? Yeah, yeah. Staying hanging. dry over there? Staying dry over there? Very. Also joining us, of course, is the Disney daddy himself, Dominic Forty. Tom, how are you doing? I'm doing well. And rounding us out, special guest, first guest of the year, a guest you know, if you listen to the show for sure, but you should know them anyway, even if you don't listen to this show. That is the one and only Cameron Hawkins. Cam, how are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing good. You know, I, uh, since the last, since the last time I was on this podcast, I finally have a job now, a, mm-hmm. like a, a good job, um, which is awesome. Uh, I can sleep at night stressing less about money, uh, which is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm really excited for 2024. We got a lot of, uh, we've got a lot of like, cool stuff game wise coming out and yep. especially if you're a jrpg sicko like me it's just like it's a lot of uh a lot of goodies coming so good, i'm excited good first few months of the year you're you're definitely yep. feasting uh before we hop right into tonight's episode a couple of quick housekeeping things this episode of course sponsored by our good friends at goodnight fatty you're in the salem massachusetts area or the north shore of massachusetts on a friday saturday sunday evening and you want yourself something hot sweet and tasty you can head on down to One Washington Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. But if you're like me, you don't want to fucking leave your house, you can just hop right online and get yourself a drop. But if you do head down, you can let them know the pest controller sent you. Uh, other quick housekeeping things. We didn't announce it on the show at the beginning of the month, and then we had an unprecedented week off. Uh, but Todd's movie pick for January, which he didn't officially reveal on the show yet, uh, is the holdovers. So if you want to hear us talk about the holdovers at the end of the month, you can watch that film. I think it's on, it's on something. Fuck, I forget. Peacock. Peacock, Peacock. Peacock. Did you watch it? Did you already see it? No, but I'm going. I need to watch it because you know it's getting the Oscar buzz. So mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta watch it myself. Yeah, Paul Giamatti's picking up a lot of awards. He is. He is. Uh, uh, a lot of people think that he's he like an underrated actually... actor. I feel like. I feel like he doesn't get brought up a lot, but he wins a lot of things. Paul Giamatti, of course, of uh, Spider-Man. Big Fat Liar. Oh. We were all going in completely different directions. Spider-Man 2, Big Fat Liar, Planet of the Apes. Who does he play in Spider-Man? What Spider-Man is he in? He's He's the rhino in Tasm 2, the terrible Tasm 2. Oh, I never saw amazing amazing stuff. Yeah, I never never saw those films. Um, Yeah, you're not missing much. Do any of us like them? I feel like Mike must like them. What? Amazing Spider-Man? Yeah. No. Do you like them, Tom? 
Um, I thought some. I would have to rewatch them, but I yeah, I the the story was kind of all over the place. I know I came away from both of them being like very upset. Yeah, I Cam not liking them is surprising. I feel like well, I know Toby's. I know I know the Toby movies are your movies, but uh, and you hate Tom Holland's movies, but. I don't hate Tom Holland's movies. I don't hate Tom Holland's You just movies. think the Toby ones are the best. Yeah. Well, I think Toby is one the best Spider-Man or like the best overall portrayal of like Peter Parker and Spider-Man like, you know, cuz I think that I think that Toby like if I'm thinking like more objectively, like I think Toby's the best Peter, I think Andrew's the best Spider-Man, and I think that Tom is decent at both. Like he's kind of like middle of the road for both so yeah. like but overall i do like toby's the most and i just you know you when you grow up with toby like it's just kind of like oh that's just how it is right so yeah i'm i'm due for a rewatch of those i haven't watched like the og spider-man films in a while i wait, until I get, wait until you get to spider-man 3 and they say he's just a boy <laughs> i i honestly and think it's, Spider- and it's like 40 year old toby <laughs> that was the that was the second one was it the second one yeah, when he like when he stops the train. Yeah, I honestly think that Spider-Man uh, three gets a like it does have it does have its issues and it does it like it was like it's notoriously like studio meddled and stuff like that. But I don't think it's like terrible. I still would rather watch it over like either of the Tasm films and probably Far From Home, the second Tom Holland film. Like, and oh, I, I like think the second one. It it just is like oh he's in Europe he's not in New York like it just it's just like a is it yeah and also like I think that like, I think the Mysterio stuff is interesting but I think uh, a lot of the stuff it, it does some like cool things with like the whole Spidey sense stuff and like that's cool but overall it's just like eh, I, I wasn't crazy about it and yeah. also like they just basically they just take a lot from Spider Man two again. Which is just like I get why they do it because Spider-Man Two is by far the best Spider-Man film, uh, and one of the best superhero films. But I think that like it's just, it just you know didn't do a whole lot for me. Yeah, I I think why I like that movie a lot is because I I like that I keep wanting to say Mephisto. I like that Mysterio a lot. Um, yeah, I thought Mysterio was an interesting yeah. like character for sure. And they did. I feel like they did a lot of really cool visual things, like the the fight scene where he's like doing all the stuff to him and then ends with him like getting hit by a train. I like that whole sequence is like visually very cool. Like I think yeah. some of the best CGI in the, old, the whole MCU. So yeah. Good. That visual, no, that visual stuff was really good. No doubt. Like that's kind of like the stuff I was, uh, I was alluding to. Yeah. Um, and then I think that's it for housekeeping. We'll just, we'll roll on after that. So watch the holdovers. We'll talk about it at the end of the, at the, at the end of the month. And then Mike is back up on deck for February. You gonna pick a romance film, Mike? You gonna pick a rom com? Yep. Are you gonna pick uh Planet of the Apes? Lake House? Wait, what did you say? I said Planet of the Apes. Oh, I should, right? Do you think Brian knows the twist of the of the uh Tim Burton Planet of the Apes? Two thousand and probably not. I've seen the one where he wakes up and it's like a Statue of Liberty that's an ape. That's like the original one. Yes, that's the original one, right? Yes. Oh no. Yes. No. 
What? He's definitely one of the old ones. Brendan is doing something interesting. Yeah. But I'm going to leave it there. Oh, is that also the twist of the Tim Burton one? What? No. The end. The end of one of the old Planet of the Apes films, the one with Doctor Zayas. Yes, they all have Doctor Zayas. I I don't know if they all have Doctor Zayas. I don't know. It's an old film. I don't know if it's the. I don't know if it's the actor that plays Ben Hur. I don't know what the actor's name is. Charlton Heston. Yeah is is that also Ben Hur guy? I actually I don't know. I think yes. But go on. I'm a fucking big movie guy. Doesn't it wake up with him washed up on a beach? And then he looks yes. up and he sees the Statue of Liberty and it's yes. an ape, right? Or yes. just a Statue of Liberty no, and it's like the, in sand. It's not, it's, yeah, it's not, it's not like an ape. Like a or whatever. It's in sand. Okay. It's What's like, damn thing? you, damn you all to hell. Like, What's, yeah. what, what am I confusing the, he, like it's an ape instead? Is that an ending to a different Planet of the Apes movie? Okay, all right. Is it like Abraham that's, Lincoln that's Monument I, or something? That's why we were leaving it where it was. Is yeah. it the Lincoln Memorial? It is the Lincoln Memorial. Okay, is that the Tim Burton one? Yes, I've definitely never seen that movie. I'm sorry to whoever is listening. I and forgot that movie existed. I spoiled it. Um, I'm pretty sure I did not see that movie. Unless the I... main actor of that movie is Mark Wahlberg. Hell yeah, brother! brother. I, definitely I definitely don't think I've seen that movie then. Unless I went to the movies with one of you to see it. Did you? Did either of you see that in theaters? We saw that. I, I saw it in the theaters. Movie. That was before high school. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, well, what year was it? 2000? Like 2000, 2001. Maybe even 2002. Why didn't they call it King uh, King Kong? Planet of the Apes 2000. We got Godzilla 2000. Why don't we get that? We didn't get Godzilla 2000. I think that, that, that I think the called? Matthew Broderick movie Godzilla. is called. It's just called Godzilla. It came out in 2000. Oh. I think it's oh, one of those. Is the soundtrack called 2000? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that like soundtrack executive produced by Puff Daddy? I mean, that song, the Puff Daddy song, was a banger on that one. <laughs> it is a banger, yeah. I feel like the soundtrack for that movie was good. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, come with me? Uh, that was the song. Yeah, Come With Me, right? yes. They sampled... Um, shit. Uh, what's mm, up? Mm, yes. Uh, Cashmere? Yeah. Godzilla 2000 yeah. soundtrack. Yeah, Cashmere. Oh, it has like the... No, I want like the OST and I want the fucking score. We are way off the rails here. Who yeah, cares? This is, this Planet of the Apes. We got, uh, we got heroes. Parentheses, The Wallflowers, written by David Bowie. I don't know. Come With Me, Puff Daddy. Mm. Deeper Underground, Toby Smith and JK. Oh, it's a Jamiroquai song. Um, oh, what? This is weird. Okay. I didn't know Jamiroquai was. All right. The Heroes is the Wallflower song. Come With Me is a Puff Daddy song featuring mm. Jimmy Page. Deeper Underground, Jamiroquai song. I don't know if I remember that song. No Shelter, Rage Against the Machine. Air Ooh. by Ben Folds 5. Running this is actually a, This is actually a really great soundtrack. I, I've told you, I, I feel like people like this soundtrack. Uh, Running Knees by Days of the New. Macy Day Parade by Michael Penn. Walk the Sky by Fuel. Uh, A320 by Foo Fighters. Brain Stew, the Godzilla remix by Green Day. Untitled by Silverchair. Out There by Fuzzbubble. Undercover by Joey Deluxe. And then Opening Titles and Looking for Clues by David Arnold. Anyways. Forget the, forget the podcast. Well, everyone, will, let's all just listen to that soundtrack together. Um, 
we yeah anyways we're we're gonna look forward to 2024 (laughs) minus one or which one godzilla 2000 yeah but we just we just talked about how it's not called godzilla 2000 yeah but we have to because it's like saying you can't say god of war without saying 2018 because you can't there's too many things that are just called god of war right am i wrong uh yeah yeah, but you, also, there's room for error. I feel like there's probably a lot of Godzilla movies that are just called Godzilla. Yes, there are. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta say two thousand. Got to do it. Anyways, at least three. Yeah, Mike, pick minus one. I'll watch that. Uh, where are you gonna watch it? I think it's coming out of theaters. I just saw something. It's Dude, coming out yeah. of theaters soon. Where did you go to see the other day? You were at the movies. I saw Any the girls? Beekeeper. I saw the Beekeeper oh, yeah. starring Jason Statham. I forgot to text you back about that. Is it good? <laughs> it's a Jason Statham movie. It's Jason. Okay. It's right. Jason Statham. So let me let me break it down for you, right? Uh, Jason Statham is a beekeeper, literal beekeeper. He's like keeping bees. He's, He's living bees. I want to do that the entire time. <laughs> He's also in a secret organization. Guess what they're called? Bees. <laughs> what they're called the beekeepers. Beekeepers. Bees. So he's 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 a literal beekeeper working like living in like a like a little shack on some land that Felicia Rashad owns in the middle of Springfield, Massachusetts, I guess. I'm not. Oh, you could have you could have led with it's a hometown joint. It's a hometown joint. So he's in he's in Massachusetts keeping bees. And Felicia Rashad is in the movie. Uh, she's just like he's an atheist. Yes, he's an apiarist, and she lets him stay there for reasons unknown. It's not, I, they don't really dwell on it, but it's like, yeah, I'm going to take care of you. Felicia Rashad says, hey, come over for dinner later. This is all very early in the movie. She goes to her computer to do something, and then she gets like a pop-up saying, hey, your files are in danger. Call this number to save your, your dad or whatever. So she calls the number, and then for some reason, she gets transferred to like this scam uh, uh, like scam call center Hollywood film. <laughs> yes, she calls a like a, a scam, like a call center, a scam call center. For whatever reason, the guy that's like in charge of the floor of all those callers, is like, oh, patch it to me. I'm gonna show you guys how it's done. And like, they have like this big TV showing how he's like walking her through giving control of her computer to him so he could wipe out her bank accounts. And then she kills herself, and then. That just puts David Statham, the beekeeper, on a warpath, and you find out Jason that he's Statham. not just a Jason Statham. He's not just a beekeeper, but he's a beekeeper, which is an organization of uh, bees. guys, bees. It's an organization of like people who work outside the law to keep the hive, which is America. They nail that point home several times. America, uh, like on the rails, and Jeremy Irons is there. I don't know if he's really the bad guy. He's sort of the bad guy. Not really, though. Uh, and uh, yeah, so Jason Statham, because Felicia Rashad invited him over for dinner, but then she died. He murders a bunch of people between Springfield and Boston. And they never quite say that he went to Martha's Vineyard, but I think he goes to Martha's Vineyard at the end. That's um, nowhere near Boston. Yeah, but I th- I think... I think the movie in its entirety takes place in Massachusetts. There's a part where he goes to, I believe, an island. So I can only assume it was Martha's Vineyard. 
given the context of what was occurring. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the real big twist of the film. The yeah. the beekeeper beekeeper thing is just it's, it's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> Jason Statham takes off his mask and he's actually a bee. <laughs> oh, he boy. was really into bees. Yeah, apparently, bees. Bees. I wouldn't be able to watch that movie because the whole time I would just be doing that. The whole time. There also, was only like, like a good movie. there was only like five other people in the theater with me, but we, it was the IMAX theater, right? But we all picked seats like right in the center, so it was just very weird that like Wait, we weren't in, in the in the IMAX in Reading, like the good IMAX. No, 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 oh, okay. no, no, no. Oops, I just hit a button. Uh, no, the uh, the one in the AMC theater. Do you think the IMAX in Reading would take up? That's why I was confused. The theater <laughs> to show the Beekeeper. Well, I mean, there's not like a lot of big IMAX movies out right now. Oppenheimer's still in theaters or no? Oppenheimer's still in theaters. Oppenheimer's yeah. back in theaters. In uh, IMAX. Dune, Dune's going to go back in theaters. Dune day. 1's going to go back for but a bit before new, there's nothing new currently in that would like warrant being no. in that theater. The we have... The, the Beekeeper is the one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> we have here, we're lucky, very close to us, we have not one but two like theaters that are just an IMAX thing and it's not like a regular like AMC or Showtime or something IMAX it's like at least the one in Reading I don't know about the one in the South Shore if it's the same but the one in Reading is like one of few movie theaters in the whole country that have like top of the line IMAX screens that like don't exist other than like very few places Um, so like anytime you see a movie there it's like a very, very good experience. Plus, they got the butt kickers. They got the butt kickers. Um, that would probably be the optimal way to watch Oppenheimer if if it's coming back to theaters. I would imagine it would be going back to that theater then. Actually, that's probably true. It is probably true. Maybe I should try and see that. In... I mean, I really don't have an interest in seeing it. I was telling Cam this the other night. But if you are, if it does go back there and you go, Mike... Just like, give me like, let me know, because maybe I'll go. Because I can't imagine it'll be as packed as it was when it came out. Maybe, I don't know. Anyways, what's currently in IMAX is a, a Queen concert. So, yeah, I I feel like when they don't have the right movies, they just they play other random shit there. Oh, and and across the Spider Verse, that would be fucking dope in that theater. Fuck. I might uh, see if there's like a you, you know what I found out? January 26th. There's like theaters apparently that like have like three screens where it's like there are two on the sides and then there's one in the middle. Playing and different like, movies? How does that? Yeah, like that play, like, like that. That's like a movie theater. That's absurd. Like, yeah, like my friend, how like uh, one it? of my, I, I, I don't know what it's called, but like I saw like, uh, one of my, you know, bosses at my new job, like he showed a picture of him seeing like Godzilla minus one in that theater. And it was like, I, I've, I've never seen anything like it before, but apparently it's a new thing that's, or like a relatively new thing of, I don't know. Oh, it so it's not wild. three different movies playing at once. Just three different no, screens playing yeah, the same movie. Di- yeah. Yeah. Huh. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Uh, before we jump into tonight's topic, which is a kind of a look ahead into 2024, Cam, what was your game of the year last year? Do you uh, have one of, or no? 
yeah, it was the Legend of Heroes show in the Reverie. Come on now, what are we talking about? Like, um, I mean, like, listen, that was, like, my personal pick, because not even just, and it's honestly not even just because, like, oh, it's the latest Legend of Heroes game. Because, like, you know, Kingdom Hearts 3 was not my game of the year for 2019, because it just, you know, it didn't, like, meet expect like the expectations, which were yeah. just absurdly high, right, of course. But um, even with, like, that in mind, it just, it, it was my second favorite game of the year. Um, and so, but, like, with Trails into Reverie, it was, like, you know, I've talked about this game several times on this podcast, but... It being, like, the one piece of video games, this particular entry was, like, the culmination of 20 years of world building and storytelling and, like, all these characters from all these different locations working together to stop this, like, you know, this uh, threat as one group was just incredibly satisfying to experience um, as someone who's been playing through the series for the past two years. Um, and it just like did every, I felt like it did everything like really well and really right. Um, again, it's not a perfect game cause it was structured a little bit differently than most of the Legend of Heroes games are where it was pretty like streamlined experience. And then like the other part of the game was kind of like a dungeon crawler where like y'all are doing this whole other thing and it all just kind of is to, uh, more or less serve as like an epilogue for these three arcs that have been in the series so far, as well as kind of start planting the seeds for the new arc for Trails Through Daybreak, which comes out in June, I think, later this year. So um, that's like why it was my game of the year. Um, but also like, I mean, Baldur's Gate 3, I think, is just kind of like objective. No, I won't say objectively, but like it, it I think it was the most impressive game of 2024 of on like what it did like for the rpg genre and like how it was able to get so many people that aren't really normally in that space to Mm -hmm. play that game and really enjoy that game the characters are super super duper well written like across the board um you know of course there are other games i really liked like sea of stars like you know we talked about this already like garl is character of the year despite how good like all the characters are in baldur's gate 3 and while i haven't finished baldur's gate 3 i genuinely do not see myself finishing that game and thinking that any of those characters are better than garl from sea of stars oh that makes me happy to hear well i mean no no slate on baldur's gate i'm just happy that no there are other other garl lovers like that oh i mean we no, I know. I, yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah. but I just like I just think that like the way that Garl is incorporated in that story and how that story like that story just fundamentally does not work without Garl's existence is just something that like you just really haven't I, I really haven't seen before in a video game. Yeah. And, it, and like and you can say like, oh well like if it wasn't for like Cloud and Final Fantasy VII, and it's like it's not the same. It's, it's not, not the, the same. same. Like the they the they like there's the the way that they play with how his specific actions affect the world at large is just yeah. like so different and cool and especially uh, cuz like he's you know quote unquote not the main character you know what i mean yeah yeah exactly um mike is so and... mad that we're talking about garl cuz when i was playing through sea of stars for the first time i had no one i could talk to about it yet really cuz i I think everyone at the time that was playing it for review, I think I must have been the furthest, so I couldn't really talk to anyone about it yet. And 
I would mm-hmm. instead talk to Mike about it. <laughs> and well, if, actually, at first I would talk to Jen about it because I was so blown away by the game, but I was just blown away by Garl. And then she pushed me off onto Mike. And I had to, like, explain the whole fucking game to Mike and what's going on. So it made any sort of sense. Uh, Mike, are you happy that we're talking about Garl again? How, how excited are you to have another conversation about Garl? Uh, up until you brought up my name, I wasn't even listening to the conversation. So Cam was not selling you on the Trail series know. or Baldur's Gate 3? No. Oh, Oh, Mikey. I, I do think Mike would like the, the Trail series if he gave it a shot. I probably would like the Trail series uh what I probably do would. you know things about that series no but i feel like i've seen pictures and i'm like oh it, it's a kind of game that i think a younger me wanted to play and just never got around to doing it and now i've gotten so far past that i can't be bothered yeah well, there's how, well how do we bother like, you mike how do we make this happen how do we make honestly for the year of mike playing trails honestly i i find that the more you try to make me do something the more resistant i am to it and, and if I do do it, I'm going to be so resentful the entire time that I cannot enjoy it. I don't think that's true because I feel like I played a role in you playing Danganronpa last year. Uh, that was different because like I didn't I don't think I had any I think I I went into it thinking like, oh, I don't want to play this game because I didn't want to watch a bunch of characters die. And I didn't want to watch a bunch of characters die. I got through it, but it was OK. So does that mean you're, I wasn't, you're not going to play Danganronpa 2? I wasn't as resistant to Danganronpa as I was to like a lot of other things. I think I, on some level, I did kind of want to play it. Yeah. I, I do uh, plan on playing Danganronpa 2 this year. It's supposed, also, supposedly already, the best one. Also, I already own the game, so I was like, well, I can, I yeah. can do it. Yeah, I think... Um, so you're saying all I have to do is buy you a game that I want you to play, and then you you already own it. So now it's like oh, I guess I'll play it. Yeah, maybe you know three or four years down the line. It's fine. Playing the long game, Mike. Playing the long game. Mike, how's Battlefield? Yeah, like Mike. Mike is someone I would not uh, like try and push to play a series because like I know that he very much like likes like plays what he wants and likes what he likes in in a way that like it's just. It's just like I know it's not worth putting in the effort. Um, Someone finally let me, call, gets let, me, it. let me call Jesse so that Jesse can ask you to play Sea, sea of Thieves. Yeah, there you every, go. Every time Jesse's on the podcast, and at this point, as a joke, he'll try to sell Mike on Sea of Thieves. It's gone about as well as you expect. Mm-hmm. We can't get you to play Sea of Thieves. We can't get you to play Sea of Stars. Is there a C game we can get you to play? Like the mint of the sea. Anyways, uh, what, you gonna play, finish uh, Final Fantasy? Or? I probably should do that. There we yeah, go. Number one, right list. at the end. I'm still exactly where I left. I don't remember where that is. Are you at the gate? I am. So you're at the point of no return, aren't you? I thought you were. I'm at the point where what happened? Like what? Like the 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 big bad guy? I think took a part of a city or a town. Like. He took it up into the sky, I think. Yeah, you're, if you're not at the point of no return, you're very close to that point. You don't have a long, lot left. I mean, you you like the spectacle of the boss fights, right? Like, that's one yeah. of your... Yeah, I mean, you should see it through just for 
Oh yeah. Listen, the, the spectacle again, of the end of it. The only reason why I stopped is because I was given the opportunity to like do side missions and stuff. And I did a whole bunch of side missions. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe I've seen enough. And I just stopped playing the game. I was like, oh, you know my. There's DLC now too, Mike. You gotta you gotta you gotta dip back in, dip your toes in the waters. But before we continue down this long path of not actually talking about what we're here to talk about tonight, we should probably segue before it gets too late into I do want to say really quick get it, before get it. we get into the topic of the show. I wanted to talk because this, I don't know where else I'm gonna really talk about this. I watched the Ted miniseries on Peacock. Okay. People say it's good. And I liked it. I liked it. I, I am one of those people like I like Family Guy. Like it's not as good as it used to be, but like I, I like I like it. Um I really liked Ted, the first Ted movie. Um Ted 2 is fine. And like this was like this was cool, right? Like there's obviously certain things that they definitely just like completely recanonized to make the show work. Like the parents are not the parents from the movie. Like in the beginning scene, like they definitely recat like they're complete they look completely different. Um and but I really do like the guy who plays like y the young John. Like I think he very much fits like this is who this character would be uh if he was young you know he's got the bostonian accents um i i think i think if you i think you will y'all will particularly like it because you're from the area and they make a lot of joke like funny jokes about boston like there's a joke where ted like they basically forced ted to go to school um and then he uh he's just like um What's it like being like the only white person at this school? And you just like it just pans to the kids, and they're like all white kids. <laughs> and he's just like, uh, and then he's just like, yeah, we had a like a like a Indian, like Asian Indian, uh, kid before, but then but then they got him. He's like, what the hell does that mean? What do you mean they, <laughs> that they got him? He's like, huh? and he just doesn't like respond to him. It's just like, it's, it 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 really does feel like a live action version of Family Guy. It really does mm -hmm. like the way that it's shot, the way that like you know it the music is very like I think it's the same dude who does the music for all of Seth MacFarlane's stuff. It really does give off that Family Guy vibe, but it's Ted and it's live action. I read something that said uh, Seth must have been saving all of his good jokes for this Ted miniseries because he definitely hasn't been using them on Family Guy. Well, he doesn't write for Family Guy anymore. He hasn't for all for for probably a decade at this point. So like. I get that, and that, that, that's like when I feel like I kind of fell off the Family Guy. Yeah. Like I wanted to like catch up because there are sometimes there's good episodes, like you know. Um, but I, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I hope it gets a second season because right now it's just kind of considered like a limited series. But I do hope it gets a second season. Um, I I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and uh, yeah, is uh does he not write any of the shows anymore? Does he not write American Dad either? Oh no. Mm -mm. Hmm. So what what does yeah, he so do? Besides, the I guess besides the he, really just, he really just does the voices now. He just does the voices, really. Interesting. Oh, the Orville. That's like the like the funny Yo, Star Trek the, show. The yeah. Orville is really good. Like the Orville is legitimately really great. Um, I've watched that I, I don't think I've watched the latest season, like the New Horizons or whatever they called it, but I really, really like that show, and I'll, some of the cast members in Ted are from the Orville. So, like when I saw them, I'm like, oh, they're from the Orville. Like, you know, Seth MacFarlane's one of those guys where 
he likes to reuse like actors which, like, that yeah, he's he... friends with and put them in his other stuff. Yeah. Um. So like, yeah, the Orville is really, really good. Like the first episode, the first few episodes, it kind of feels like a uh, relatively like generic sci-fi show. But once you get, you get to like the Star Trek aspects of it where you like, they're, they're put in these scenarios and they're like learning specific, you know, it's like kind of like the philosophical nature stuff of 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 the universe of people like things like that it's really compelling sometimes um i i really like that show i think it's a a very like underappreciated show and like i know that that show's kind of been fighting to stay alive for a while now like i think there's three or four seasons but it's a show that like deserves a lot more attention in my opinion Hmm. it just happens to be created and uh you know starring yeah yeah, starring seth MacFarlane. yeah Right, Brandon, are you uh, sold on any of these shows now? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'll, maybe I'll watch the I mean, Ted miniseries. I, I, like I feel like seven, seven thirty-five yeah. minute episodes. Like, like the Ted miniseries was something that, like, I don't think I needed, but I feel like that's a thing that, like, at some point I'll be like, oh, I'll just watch this right now and like just bang it out real quick. Um, I I remember liking the first Ted movie. I don't know if I've ever seen the second one. But I know I saw it because didn't the second one was, has Tom Brady in it? Wait, wait, wait! I'm just trying to remember. Uh, there's Ted? there's Mila Kunis and there's Amanda Seyfried. Who was the who was the lead in the first one? Who was lead in the second? Oh, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis was in the first one. Yes. Okay, and then the Amanda first one is when they like climb Fenway Park and like rip he rips open. Yeah. Yes. The second one, I, I thought. The second one has a Tom Brady like cum joke, doesn't it? Have like to, they go to a Tom Brady's house and it's like a it's like a cum joke. That's the fucking joke. I don't uh, remember anything from these movies. I don't, I don't remember a lot for. I don't remember really anything from Ted Two. Except <laughs> one is like legitimately a great one of them. Because I haven't watched that and since it came out. I haven't watched it either since it came well, out. You one have, of them, uh, you, you can do it for your movie of the month. No, Mike, don't pick Ted. One pick of them, they went to to Boston Comic Con, right? That must have been the second one. Then I don't remember that in the first one. The Comic Con, yeah, I think that was the second one. Second one, okay. Is yeah. is Ted the movie where he's like a car insurance agent? What movie is that? Is that that's not. It's another comedy, I think, with Mark Wahlberg that takes place here. Now is it down to, I don't know, 50 or so films? It's not the other guys. Uh, I don't know. I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember. And now I got to look stuff up. Or get to your... I, I, I want to move to the real topic, but I also want to ask something else now that we're down this path. And it's just going to derail us further. All right. Yeah. But it's the only time that Dom will potentially have someone else on the show to talk to about it. Dom, did you? If you didn't, then we'll just move on. Dom, did you watch the Doctor Who specials yet or no? I have not. All right, yeah, baby. Oh, <laughs> but you said you have not watched them yet, right? I haven't. Not not yet. Because I know pretty... you liked them, Cam, right? Yeah, like so. The, like the first, um, the first and third one were were like solid. Like I wouldn't like I, they didn't lift my skirt up or anything. The second one is really great because it's basically just the Doctor and Donna on a spaceship, um, and it's really just them being able to like play off each other, and it, it just it's very much like them like kind of like catching up on like what the Doctor has been doing since he left 
uh, her. Um, and uh, it's it's really, really great. Um, the third one's and, the one with Neil Patrick Harris? Yeah, third one's with Neil Patrick Harris. Um, and then the the first, you know, the Christmas special with the 15th Doctor was uh, was was good. I liked it. Um, it's it's a very like it's a very different doctor. It's like very like modern, um, you know. Uh, but I like Shooty a lot. Like I, I love Shooty and Sex Education. Uh, that's like one of my favorite shows ever. Um, and you know, I I think it's I think it's just like a nice kind of like change of pace that I think that Doctor Who has needed for a while now. Um, just because, and granted, like Russell C. Davies is was the original showrunner of the new Who, and he's back in charge. So, like, there will be definitely some similarities there when it comes to like writing and storytelling. But in the sense of like Shooty's like personality as the Doctor and and things like that, that's the stuff that I think is going to feel really new and really different. Um, that I am excited about. Um, so yeah, at this point, it's really just kind of wait, wait and see. Um, but I, but I am excited. Yeah. They already came out and said that he's short term, right? He's only doing like one or two seasons. I don't think so. Oh, I thought for some reason, I thought I read something that said that like they were like, it was, he was like a, a short term doctor for some reason. But it uh, it it may have been me remembering something about the tenant in like in between. I may have been yeah, thinking about. I, I may have been reading about the t- the tenant thing and like yeah, connected like, so, the two. Yeah. So so after tenant, like after like those three specials, tenant is not the like you know yeah. that was that was it. Yeah. Mike, who's your favorite well, doctor? Christopher Eccleston. Would you just have that in your pocket, ready to go at all times? Honestly, I was just gonna pull a name out of. I I I have several doctors' names in my head. I was just gonna pick one of them. Okay, okay. Who's your favorite doctor, Cam? Mine. Yeah. Uh, David Tennant, tenth Doctor, for sure. What about you? Um, but 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 Matt Smith is really great as well. Um, I I I love most of I I've loved most of them. Um, I I really like Capaldi. Yeah, a lot of people really uh, like a lot of people. I think over time, people brought, have... he brought something different to the doctor that, like, I don't know, that I liked. I don't know, like, he was like more gritty than I guess Eccleston had it too, but I don't think Eccleston was gritty per se. I just think that he was very, like, he was like sarcastic and hearty type vibe. Yeah, uh, yeah I do think like Capaldi was. The thing with Capaldi, I think, uh, is that he, um, when he first, in the first season, he was very, like, just cold, like, the entire time. Like, he didn't really yeah. get us, he, he didn't really, that was, that was, like, really it. And I think over time, they, they made him uh, open he, up it. Yeah, open he up his shell, a lot. shell yeah. and, and and evolve because they realize like hey we gotta we gotta kind of do more here um but like by the time you get to the end of capaldi he's really really great um yeah i think that i think that he was just like uh i, I just think it took a little bit time for him to cook 
for me um but like by season by the second season ninth season and uh like i think that he started to really come into his own and um and uh yeah i i, I really liked him and i really like jody like i i do think that like the 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 writing wasn't super great during jody's run unfortunately i need to get, I need to get back to her run because i like watched her first few episodes and i was like this just doesn't feel like doctor who and i like fell off for a while so i i i don't want to say that it didn't feel like doctor who it just didn't feel it it just it just i i just don't think the writing was there and but i did really like uh the companions i especially graham the like the older man like he's like one of my favorite doctor who companions i i, I he was very um uh like witty and like a little bit sarcastic and i um you know i i, I really liked uh his run i just think that there's just certain like certain things that they just really um kind of either didn't do or like they threw away like you know where when some of the companions leave it's kind of like yeah i'm just leaving and then it's just that's it there's not like something big that like builds up to their departure or anything like that um and I actually didn't finish Jody's last season. I actually need to go back to that, but I did start it. So I do want to see like how that stuff finishes out. Um, but I, I, I do think that there are some really great moments with Jody. Um, and I think she definitely did her like the best that she could with what she had. Um, and there, again, there are some great episodes of like Doctor Who uh, during Jody's run, especially like the Fugitive Doctor stuff. I really liked that. I thought that was interesting. Um, I think that, like, she has three seasons. I think that her second season, similar to Capaldi, is where she really, like, gets her footing. Okay. Uh, and, like, it, it gets a little bit better with everything that's going on. Um, and then the final season, that's The Flux. I've heard very mixed things. I know some people that really like it. I know some people that think it's, like, the worst that Doctor Who's ever been in the new, in the new Who. So, yeah. This whole time Bro, I was who's your to, favorite companion? I, I was I was Absolutely. expecting you to ask me that, so I'm gonna say um Fuck. He's gonna, I just he's gonna it read up. something off the screen and it's gonna be I, wrong anyways. I, <laughs> <laughs> I spent this whole time looking just for say, just say Rose, because then you'll be correct. You know what I mean? Uh yeah, which no, one was Karen Gillum? Uh Amelia. Yeah, Amy. That's 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 uh Karen Gillan. Yeah. Amy saw I was I was Amy... going to I was going to say I was trying to find the character's name from Inspector Space Time and I could not find it. Oh no, that's yeah, I, I think, live in uh, too, I think Amy's time. pretty like middle of the road. Like I think that she I, I think she's good and like, you know, but I just think I didn't really care for like her personality a whole lot of the time. It just it kind of felt like not all the time, but enough of the time she was just kind of there for me. But yeah. like when they did the episodes that focused on her, it was really, really great. Like, and so that's why it's kind of like a mixed bag. Um, but yeah, Rose is definitely Rose is like my favorite TV character ever. Like, I love Rose Tyler. Um, I met Billy Piper at a Sacramento Comic Con, like probably like five plus years ago. And uh that was one of the highlights of my life <laughs> i was i was <laughs> I, I love billy piper and like i think that she uh i'm really sad because she's like a really great actress in general um and she just doesn't do a whole lot and i don't know if that's like her choice 
or if that's like like a a she doesn't get selected for stuff all the time but she like did she did like a play a few years ago called Yerma and she basically won like the British Tony for that role like in a, like she's like incredible in and like she did does watch, have a show uh, did you watch Penny Dreadful Yeah she's great in Penny Dreadful um Penny Dreadful is such a good show uh like good. such a good show um and then she was she has her own show called um it's on Max I forgot what it's called though um, oh, uh, I hate Susie. I hate Susie. Um, and yeah, she she has that show on Max, and she's done that for she. I think there's only been two seasons so far, and I think she's really good in that. I think it's a really like in, kind of interesting, um, show. Like the first season is basically about like she's she's basically a celebrity, and um, a a like explicit content of her gets leaked. And, it, and it's just, like, her dealing with that and the, and, like, her household, like, like, her household dynamic with her husband and her son is uh, deaf, I believe. And so, like, it's just kind of dealing with, like, the fallout of, of, that ha- of that happening. And she's really good in it. And I think it's really interesting. So, yeah, that's on Max. I hate Susie. I'll have to check it out. Okay, topic of the show before we keep on. Whew, yeah, no, so I late. I figure it is pretty late. We'll 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 keep it tight. Um, we can kind of look forward into you know we we obviously know of a bunch of things that are supposed to come out this year. We know of things that are coming out this year. Um, we know of some things that are rumored to happen this year or come out this year. So we don't have to go through everything. I think we can kind of just pick and choose the things that we're excited about or or maybe uh you know ponder on some rumors a little bit we can we can kind of just go wherever i mean obviously this month you know there's we're already I, I feel like the way what we know about this year and what was already coming out this year i feel like we're already kind of off to a great like year of releases like i feel like there's already some great games that are you know coming out uh you know already out with i haven't played prince of persia yet but Prince of Persia is getting amazing reviews. It's it's sitting around like an 87 on Metacritic. People, any, anyone that I've talked to that has played it seems to rave about it. Um, so, you know, we're, I don't know. I know Dom has purchased it. I don't know. If, have you started it yet, Dom? Yeah, I played. I'm in. I'm still very early in the game. It's, I mean, it's like gorgeous to, to play. Yeah. But, Todd, I mean, I don't Todd, have a lot of time in it. Yeah. So. Todd was very excited for it, and Todd has been playing it uh, kind of nonstop. Is that on your radar, either of you, Cameron or Mike, Prince of Persia? Well, uh, no. I want to play it eventually, but it's not yeah. something that I need to immediately play. Yeah, I, I especially I, oh, with with everything that's coming out. Schedule that's yeah. happening. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we can we can get into that then. I mean, the rest of this month um, for other like kind of big deal stuff. Uh, I mean, there is the another code. Re- recollection uh, that came out today on switch which i picked up a copy but that's another one that's like i just wanted to make sure i have my copy i'm not going to get to that for i don't know how long um yeah probably my biggest thing for january that i'm excited to uh play and talk about is like a dragon infinite wealth which comes out next week um that's definitely one of the highlights for me in this early year um yep. yeah I, I 
just like spent the past few months finally like playing through yeah you just went went down the i i was telling dom the other day uh well uh, probably a couple weeks ago i guess at this point maybe i don't even know no it must have been in the beginning of january which i guess is kind of at this point a couple weeks ago um you just played through all the games to catch up for infinite wealth uh the games that you haven't played already and then i have only played like a dragon which is yakuza 7 right yakuza 7 yeah. Um, Ishin, which not that it doesn't it's count, it's just it's its own thing. And then I played Gaiden over December and into January, um, which is the the most recent game before Infinite Wealth. That is kind of like a bridge between the two, uh, like a it, dragon and yeah. Infinite Wealth. Yeah. Yeah. So, which you're you're getting like more of Kiryu's side to kind of what was going on during the events of Like a Dragon and leading up to that game and Infinite Wealth. But um, I don't know. I was telling Dom that like him and I were talking about like different games or series that have been kind of on the back burner that we want to kind of try to bang out this year. Like I think Dom might play potentially his first Persona game this year. Um, I think we're gonna both try to tackle some like old Final Fantasy games this year. But I like after finishing Gaiden, um, which was a good time. It was a solid game. Like it was it was a good little you know preamble to Infinite Wealth for me. Um. Bet I think he should play Yakuza at some point, or at least play a game in the series, because uh, I think it's just such a good story. It's a very rich world in those games, and uh, I think there's a lot there to love. But yeah, Infinite Wealth is a big one. Uh, I I actually like Mike. I know don't tell me to play games, but I do really think that you probably love the Yakuza series. Like it's it has. I think a lot of elements that would really appeal to you both in gameplay and in like story, but also in just like, like Yakuza does this thing where it's like, it'll, it has, you know, deep gameplay because it's just not just the main gameplay, but there's so much side stuff to go on. So there's just so many other things in the game. And then it has, you know, a lot of serious topics and serious tones that the characters and the, and the story at large deal with kind of across the series but then it has so much like goofiness yeah (laughs) like like it's that's the best like the best way to describe is like it has so much goofy shit that's like in this you know yakuza like you know japanese japanese mob is that what the yakuza right kind of uh yes japanese mob yeah uh it's like in this serious criminal setting of like deep shit going on both on like again like a world level and like character inter-character level um and then it's like yeah i'm gonna go fucking play a mini game where i'm running uh like conglomerate business where i have to like fight chair people in i don't even remember how the mini game of that one works in like a dragon but like there's just so much ridiculous shit there's little kart racers you can go to actual arcades in there and play old sega games on an arcade cabinet if you wanted to play a game within a game within a game like there's just so much shit in there I just think like it it would appeal to a lot of things that I think you personally would jive with. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think you should throw it on. I think all the games are still on Game Pass. Yeah, all of them are on Game Pass. Yeah, Infinite so, like, Wealth will not there. be on Game Pass though. Yeah, that's the only one. Um, that's uh, it's there. Um, Tekken Eight is another big deal game coming out this month that I think. Uh, 
I'm not the biggest Tekken guy, but Mike and Dom love Tekken, and I know a lot of uh, a lot of our other mutuals, uh, like Jesse and Eric, and them are big Tekken fans. So, um, everyone else being kind of excited for it has raised my hype level for wanting to play Tekken because I've always wanted to get better at Tekken because I've I'm just not good at Tekken. Um, so I think Tekken Eight's going to be where I kind of dig my feet in the dirt a little bit more and and try to get better at least like pick a character or two and just try to actually learn like the moveset and the inputs and and go from there is Tekken 8 a a a day one for you mike is that an excitement game right there for you uh i don't know i definitely do want to get it it's just gonna be a question of what do i get it on i believe it has crossplay out of the gate so that shouldn't matter okay i think so so then i yeah I, I don't know if it's going to be a day one. Depends on how I feel financially. If I feel financially, uh, uh, yeah, uh, it is a, it is, month. it should be day one crossplay between console and PC. So, all right, according to the internets. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, for early stuff, or at least this month. What, what else is kind of on people's radar for things they're excited about? I know there's some big ones that I'm purposely not saying because Cam's here. So. I figured Cam could take the lead on on Rebirth. Oh yeah, I mean like I'm that is my most anticipated game this year. Like, well, what what can we say outside I of know. this game's going to be absolutely amazing? Like, I know that I, I, I don't think it's gonna happen. Not... I don't think it's hold on. I don't think it's gonna happen. But let's just say the moon falls out of the sky, the stars align, the world stops, and they say. Hey Cam, Kingdom Hearts Four is coming out this year. Then what happens? Is Kingdom Hearts Four then your most anticipated game? Of course, yeah, of okay. course. I don't but know. I mean, you love Seven though. Like remake is thing, your like, jam. But here's the thing, yeah, no, for sure. But here's the thing, like, let I I love Legend of Heroes more than I love Final Fantasy, and I'm still more excited for Rebirth than I am Trails Through Daybreak. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So, so I I am um. Yeah, I just like it's just very exciting because you know remake was amazing, and I know that we weren't on the exact same level, but we both like loved the game. My my opinion on the game has actually risen over time. Really, it's it's still like so like if you're saying it's ten out of ten, I respect it, and I think that there's actually absolutely the conversation there for that. Like I I get the reasonings for that. I think wow. I'm still like sitting around seven, eight. Seven's probably too low, actually. That's I think, still, yeah, that's I think still I, I think I said me. seven before. I, I'll I'll take that back now, and I'll say it's probably eight, nine. Like that's it, it is a good that's... game. I, it it definitely has some like aggravating flaws to me, but overall, like I mean, the game made me then go play the original for the first time, and I am extremely excited for Rebirth. I think Rebirth is gonna be like, like I think Rebirth just based off of the vibes of what we have seen in trailers and stuff, like rebirth to me looks like that's a 10 out of 10, no question. Like that game would have to like be really bad for me to think it's not going to be good. (laughs) I do agree that like part of rebirth looks like that remake was like the blueprint. Yeah. Right. And that rebirth is going to add more things and just polish more things. Yeah. Become a bit like a bit more realized. But I still think the foundation that remake made was still yeah. like phenomenal, and so like you know, I, I, 
I, I don't I'm not discount I'm not gonna discount remake once I play remake and think or like rebirth and think that oh remake isn't still like in my opinion a 10 out of 10 game yeah it's just making that better oh 100 percent. Right? So, I mean like, that's that's how I feel about like breath like breath of the wild is still a like 10 out of 10 immaculate game for me tears of the kingdom being pretty much in my opinion better in every way for a lot well again I think they're still very different games and I think you'll make that same comparison sort of with remake and rebirth that like no. they're going to be different games in a lot of ways. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should discount remake. Um, yeah. Do we, um, do we know is the gameplay in rebirth supposed to be like remake or 16? No, it's, it's like, it's like remake. Okay, good. I, I'm excited for that. It's just, it's just open. It's just open world. It's yeah. going to be like an open world game now, which is really cool. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm really excited. Um, every, I honestly have tried to see as little as possible. Same. I haven't watched any of the new teasers or anything like that. Like I feel, I see people sharing stuff and I'm like, I, I I already know I'm playing this game. I'm good. Like I'm ready to go. Like I started watching some of that trailer and I was just like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like I I got my, it it just kind of like refilled my tank a little bit. Like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm ready. I'm very sad though because I still haven't haven't been able to pre-order the collector's edition. Every time I like have the opportunity to like do it, it's sold out. And then when I don't have the opportunity to do it, it's it's uh, there <laughs> back in stock. And I'm like, fuck. Is it uh, a Square I, Store exclusive or is it everywhere? Yeah, it's Square, Square Store. Store. Yeah. But here's the thing. Um, I have I have to pre-order it at Best Buy regardless because Best Steel Buy book. has an exclusive steelbook on mm. top of the one that comes in the deluxe edition. And I've gotten every FF7 remake steelbook so far. So I'm like, I got I gotta do I gotta do what I gotta yeah. do. You know what I mean? I mean, so, you're also the steelbook guy. Like I, am, I don't think I there's anybody that likes steelbooks more than you. There are, definitely, but you just don't know them. <laughs> uh like I know people that are way more steelbook sickos than I am. But wow. okay. um yeah, so I you know, I'm looking forward to rebirth. Uh, I'm excited. We're definitely going to do a spoiler cast. I'm hundred really percent. That's to... not a not even a question. Maybe I'm we re- can maybe we can realign the the we maybe we get the remake spoiler cast cast back. I think that was me, you, Todd, Jesse, and Grayson. Maybe I don't remember. I know I know Jesse was in it. Yeah, uh, I think it was, I, I think I it was remember. I think it was Todd and Grayson. But, um, yeah, I I. I I think the the most interesting thing about this game is is just going to see how it differs from seven because this is where like it begins right this is where yeah. things anything is possible and that's Sp- really exciting. Spoiler aside, because I think Mike might know it, but Mike has not played it. I don't know if he ever will. I don't know if Dom knows this specific spoiler, and I know that Dom, at the bare minimum, is fingers crossed planning on playing remake this year, uh-huh. um, for the first time. What's your prediction? The the scene, you know what scene I'm talking about. Yeah. Do you think it is changed or the same? It stays the same. Okay. I think I, I agree with you. I, is, think, I is, think they're playing it up on purpose. I don't think it, that scene changes. That is what I think, and that is what I want. Uh, you know, I've talked about this on Twitter a lot, but I think that I love the idea of remake giving, like, sending the message of, like, being able to de- defy fate, defy expectations, but then this game will basically be the reminder that like some things are inevitable. That doesn't mean that everything can ch- you can like that everything is under your control, under your yeah. direct control. And 
you know, they've said themselves that this is the Empire Strikes Back of this trilogy. So... Wait, they like, they they have said that about this? Enix, oh, that actually makes Square me Enix, even, like, even more fucking excited for this game. Square Enix has, has basically uh, compared it to the Empire Strikes Back of 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 this trilogy. So that means that at the end of this game, our heroes are not going to be in a good spot. So yeah. I'm I'm really excited to see how that turns out. And also, you know, we're not getting any uh, we're not getting like intergrade for for this mm-hmm. game there's not going to be any sort of dlc so we're going to be hopping right into the final game um which uh is really exciting i you know there are some things that i'm 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 disappointed about like we know for a fact that sid and vincent aren't going to be playable they're going to basically be in the red mm-hmm. 13 role of this game in this yeah. game uh so i'm all and i'm also curious as to I'm not saying that there isn't a lot of game left after that moment in Final Fantasy VII, but I'm also curious as to how are you going to outdo yourself after Rebirth? Online Chocobo Racing. Because there's so so much stuff that we're going through in this, like like the vast majority of stuff we're going through in this game. How are you going to top yourself after this game? And and, And really, like, stick the landing because one of the things also that's notable that's notably not going to be in rebirth which i'm kind of upset about is wutai wutai is not in this is in rebirth you don't hmm. go to wutai in rebirth and for those that don't know in the original final fantasy 7 that whole part of the game is optional like that whole yeah. arc you don't have to do that's the but that's the uh yuffie, that's the yuffie stuff yeah okay. yeah that's the yuffie stuff and so so i i think obviously they're saving that for part three but i'm also mm-hmm. just like what else though you know because i think they'll definitely be different stuff like i i, I think they're gonna even, add even if certain stuff. things don't change i still think that the overall story of rebirth and whatever the third game ends up being called i think is gonna be different like i don't know if it's just gonna be the same end like i think it might be different i will say i the more we're talking about this and i'm thinking about it i'm gonna throw my wild takeout. Okay. Even if that part of the game still happens to those characters, mm-hmm. I wonder if it doesn't happen that way. I wonder if someone tries to stop it from happening, but it, then it still happens in a different way. So like, mm. maybe it doesn't happen there. Maybe something happens to stop it from happening, but then it still happens unexpectedly. Here's the thing that's interesting about it, too. This is the one thing that makes me think there's a possibility that 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 event does not happen. Because the big ongoing theory is that this Sephiroth is from the future, right? It's like he's from Advent Children, and he goes back to try and re- do retry and re, and succeed and, and succeed and and he should know that that event is what causes him to lose that that event is ultimately what causes his plan to fail and so i'm wondering like 
if like I would assume I assume that he would know that. And so why would he do that again, knowing like assume you know, presumably knowing that that is what make made hit him lose at the end of the day in the original FF7. That is the thing that makes me think is he, you know, but but that's all based on theory. That's all yeah. based on like fan theory, you know, nothing because he, you know, he has the wing and he only has the wing in Advent Children. And so it's just like doesn't he also have the wing in uh, Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, but that's not the same thing. Uh, well, maybe, well, maybe so, it's that Sephiroth. <laughs> and so that's 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 my main thing. That's the main thing that I'm like that has me not a hundred percent convinced that the yeah. same event will happen. I mean, I definitely think that they're gonna change a lot of stuff. Just that yeah. specific thing. We already have seen yeah. some. We've already seen some yeah. stuff. So yeah. like that's that's I'm, new. I'm so. excited. That that is definitely one of my most anticipated games of the year. I mean, I, the beginning of this year is great because Infinite Wealth was one of my most anticipated games. Final Fantasy is one of my most anticipated games. It, it's not a you know quote unquote new game, and I probably won't play it right away because it's coming out very closely to Rebirth. Rebirth. Uh, but Persona Three Reload is like I never finished Persona Three, and. I'm just I'm very excited to play that game because I I know a lot of people like you know I love Persona Five but a lot of people say Persona Three is their favorite Persona so I'm like for a lot I'm, of re- people, I'm ready to get fucked up <laughs> yeah for a lot of people it's the first one you play the first yeah. one you play is the one that really like steals your heart. yeah which makes sense um, steals your heart yeah. Persona Five yeah. baby I mean because Persona Four was my first one and that's my favorite and so mm. um. Yeah, I I'm really excited for uh, Reload. I played a little bit of it at PAX West, and it's it's Persona Three with a Persona Five polish. You know what I mean? And yeah. So that's, that's it's exciting. Really, it's really it's exciting. really it's really exciting. It's really exciting. Uh, I, I I I'm going to I'm definitely going to play as much as I can before Rebirth because like yeah, just realistically, at least for the first half of this year, uh, for me at least there's going to be something coming out every month that I want to play. And so I'm not going to just wait until I have nothing to play to try and blitz through persona three. I would rather just do it at chunks at a time when I can, and then yeah. I'll eventually finish it. Is this going to be what gets you to play persona three, Mike? It is a game past day one too. persona three. Oh reloaded. yeah. I was going to play. I was going to play persona three reloaded. That was already on my to do list. What about metaphor? Are you going to play metaphor when it comes out? I think I do want to play Metaphor. Hell yeah, you do, brother. Dude, like mm-hmm. af- outside of uh, Rebirth and Legend of Heroes, honestly, like Metaphor, my- I might be more excited for Metaphor than I am Trails Through Daybreak. They I might be on like the same level, but like I, I- Meta- Metaphor is like kind of up there with Rebirth for me personally. Like oh, I yeah, like, dude, I'm just yeah. excited for it. Like that dude, game looks they- so fucking good. When they showed the tr- the new trailer at the game awards or right before the game awards like you know i was i was there so we weren't able to talk when it was happening but when i was seeing that in the theater my first thought like my thought going throughout that trailer was this is going to be one of the greatest games ever <laughs> it's just it like, looks so I mean, good it, it just looks amazing dude and i and it's day one game I that that's even what like what a, milder to what me. What a W for Xbox. Like yeah. what a W for Xbox to be, hey, this is game day one game pass. Like, yeah, sure, infinite wealth isn't, but 
Dude, uh, like, I would rather take the Atlas games, day one game pass, over oh, anything else. Oh, like yeah. Pass, I mean, you know Persona I mean? 3 and Metaphor, day one. Plus, like, we can kind of talk about this now, too, since it's we're all just, like, mixing together. But we just had the Xbox show developer direct this past yesterday. Visions of Mana? Yeah. Visions of Mana showing up there makes me think that that's a game pass, day one game. I feel like... I think it was on the the screenshot for it. Oh, did it say Game Pass? Oh, I didn't see that then. I, I, just my... assume, I just assumed that's why it was there. I was like, I don't know why else they would do this. Aside from like, you know, Xbox is trying to, or Microsoft is trying to like bring over more games that appeal to, uh, you know, Japanese gamers mm-hmm. uh, or more, just more, you know, non-Western RPGs because, you know, Microsoft has a lot of Western RPGs. A lot of franchises haven't been on Xbox in a while or ever, like Persona games coming to Xbox is a big deal. Metaphor is a big deal. It doesn't it does it doesn't it doesn't say Game Pass. It doesn't say Game Pass. Okay. I have um, a feeling that's that might be what's happening though. But so I'm I'm in, I'm excited for Visions of Mana regardless. But like I think I, I think that might be a sneaky game pass release. We'll see. Um now if we can just get Final Fantasy games on Xbox, that would be great. Just put, just even put remake there for now, because I'll replay remake there to get I'm the achievements. Still, I, I don't know why it's taking so long. To to be honest, like I really don't know why it's taking so long. My um, my guess is they like I I wonder if the exclusivity thing is locked into like the full trilogy coming out. Is it not? No, no. So initially it was a year, and then when Intergrade came out, it extended another year, or uh... or maybe even six months. I don't remember, but it was definitely no longer than a year. And mm. so it has been available for like the past two years to be on Xbox, which is why I'm I'm wondering why it's taking so interesting. Long. Maybe um, maybe unfortunately it's gonna. I was gonna say that's something like you be until play the whole thing uh, comes out. <laughs> rebirth, you gotta play uh, Integrate. Some play Integrate. I know. I gotta find time to play that. That it... the soundtrack for Integrate specifically, like you thought Remake had a great soundtrack. Integrate is is absolutely nuts. It's, it's, yeah, it's on it's so on my to-do list if I can hopefully it's between like six between, hours. between it's infinite six wealth hour. and that. Yeah, well there's there's some other stuff that I'm hoping to potentially get review access to. So like it really it really depend the window between infinite wealth and a rebirth really depends on if things show up in my inbox. That's gonna be what kind of alters what I can play during that time. Um, yeah. But what what about you, Dom? What are some of the things you're you're looking forward to this year? Um, I don't know. What am I looking forward to this year? Um, I'm, I'm still I'm still excited to play Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, Mike's not clearly. <laughs> well, I forgot. I just forgot it was coming out. Yeah. I mean month. that well, beginning next month. But. Yeah, and that that's a game that like if you guys are all playing it, I I would probably play it with you just to have good multiplayer times. I don't really have any, which would potentially make me end up liking it more. I have like no expectations of enjoying that or for it, so that would probably potentially make me like it more. Um, um, I am interested still in the Princess Peach game. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Princess Peach Showtime. Um, I still don't really know what it is, but I'm excited that like she's getting her own game and 
I don't know. And they're doing something different. Like it's not like a regular yes. platformer. Like it's its own yeah. thing. Um, I'm also I'm looking at a list of games right now. For some reason, my brain kept saying, thinking that Rebirth was coming out the first week of February. Seeing that it's coming out the 29th changes some things. I didn't realize that it was coming out at the end of the month. I, yeah. I thought it was the beginning of the month. Um, um, Rise of the Ronin I want to play. That's the, uh, the the Ronin game for PlayStation. It was in their uh, whatever they call their direct PlayStation uh, the state of play? State of play, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm still interested in uh, Black Myth. Wukong. Mm. It's Does that have a release date? The West. Yeah, uh, August twentieth. It says. Okay. But it's yeah. Like, I remember it's, it's supposed to be like a soul like with like. Journey Based on that West, story, though. yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. What about uh? What about Indiana Jones? Do we think that's actually going to come out this year? Yeah, that's what I was literally just about to say. Do we know? I think that's so. I, I feel like it's one pro- that's that that doesn't have a like part of the year window. It just says twenty twenty four. Yeah, it's just twenty twenty four because Avowed is fall twenty twenty four. Um, the uh, RTS game is also twenty twenty four. Aria, Ara. I yeah, forget what it's that's, called. That's also a uh, fall. Sorry, I meant fall. Twenty twenty four, and then Sen- Senna was May, Senna's which May I'm I'm. I have such like a, a, a tenuous relationship with Senua. I really like the first game, but that mm-hmm. game also like triggered so much like anxiety and like like it was it definitely had it was like an uncomfortable game for me to play and I'm very much looking forward to Hellblade 2. But I am knowing that like that same amount of dread is probably, if not more, gonna exist for me in that game. But it's such a good game that I like I'm going to play it. It's just like it's 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 the same type of feeling that like Last of Us Part 2 did to me that like Last of Us Part 1 didn't do. Like I was super excited to play Part 2. Part 2 came out and I was playing it and it like had this like stressful anxious pit in my stomach the whole time playing it. So every time I sat down to play more of that game, I was like I want to play more of this. I want to get through this. I want to see the story how it plays out. But I also don't want to fucking play this game at the same time. I think Senna will be a little bit worse just because it's like a much like heavier darkness. I feel like just like a a more uh, I don't know. Uh, it's not as grounded as Last of Us, where it's like Last of Us is like you know yeah, there's fucking clickers, but it's it's more grounded in realism. Where Senna was like got crazy shit going on. Um, so I'm excited for that, but also, whew, it's, uh, it's going to be a lot. Yeah, I will say, oh, good. it's quick. I feel like you get through it pretty quick. I it can't. I can't imagine it being more than ten hours. I don't think it is. Um, but it's good. It's it's a very like it had at least the first game. Like it has a lot of puzzle sections. It has some combat sections, but it's really I think just more of like an experience. I I feel like that's like degradatory to say it's more of like an experience, but it is very like experiential. Like you're you're that is that is definitely a game to like play with headphones on and like be in that game yeah, when you're playing. That's, it. Yeah, you don't. 
I am not expecting like for when it comes to that game and when it comes to Snua Saga, like I'm not expecting great gameplay. I'm yeah. expecting a type of experience that I really can only get in that game or I've yeah. gotten in that game. Because, like, that was the thing that was, like, the gameplay elements... Are kind of uh, whatever. Yeah, were not great. So, like, I, and for me, I'm one of those people, like, hey, this game could be doing a lot of really cool stuff, uh, but if it's, if, if it's doing an action genre where there's, like, combat and things like that, and the gameplay's not fun that really does detract the overall experience for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why, like, for me, you know, Sinua's uh, Sacrifice is, like, an 8 out of 10 game for me. Like, I'm not crazy about it because of because of the the things it doesn't do that, like, I expect for um, a game of its genre. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't, like, the, the, the really unique stuff doesn't entirely make up for that um yeah you know uh so was, like it, it definitely can if it if it is good enough but like for me it, it just wasn't it, it wasn't that um and so but i'm still really excited for it it's definitely like in my top 10 probably most anticipated games for this year yeah i i do expect senua saga to like have better gameplay elements like i i feel like that's probably partially why this game aside from just like being extremely visually stunning it looks like it's probably going to be the best looking xbox game up up to this point like it is it looks amazing um but i feel like this game has been in the oven for so long maybe because they were like trying to figure out how to add gameplay that was you know, uh, better than the first game, but also made sense for the game. Cause like, I don't think that Senna was or Hellblade as a series, these two games well, without, we haven't played the second one, but like, I, I don't necessarily think that Hellblade one would have benefited from like having more gameplay or like deeper. Like, I don't need like a skill tree. Like, I, like I, I, maybe no. the game had a skill tree. I don't even fucking remember, but like, I, I don't need that. Like, that's not what that game was, but I do think that this game has to come with, a little bit more of an expansion when it comes to that. Like I agree. Better, better puzzles. It can still be the same the same amount of combat scenarios, but like bring something newer there to make those special or like a spectacle or whatever it needs to be. Um another one for me that we're getting in the first few months is is Unicorn Overlord. I, I like a good tactics RPG. Um obviously Vanillaware has like a great track record of games that I've never played, but people love like 13. You got a, yeah, you got a, I know I have a switch copy 13, 13 Sentinels is on my list of like, that's on the short list of my backlog of like, at some point that's, I need to, I need to do it. Cause I still don't have that game spoiled for me and I don't want it to get spoiled for me. You should try and yeah, you should try and squeeze that in before you play unicorn overlord. Um, It might be doable. Unicorn overlords, middle of March. I feel like that, that could be possible. I I have it on PS4, um, but I do want to get a Switch copy, and I feel like I should get that soon, um, if it's not already <laughs> unavailable. Yeah. Um. Because yeah. So. Um, Mike, there's a Jujutsu Kaisen game coming out in, in uh, February. Jujutsu Kaisen Curse Clash. Clash. Are you yeah. scooping this up? Is this got your attention? I mean, I'll get it. It's probably not gonna be a good like fighting game. It's Is a two v two fighter. It's a two v two arena fighter. Okay. Uh, I mean probably get it but that's because i'm 
I think I've just decided to lean into JJK being my yeah. personality for a bit. Is this the first JJK game or no? Yes. The f- well, I, like, I think it's a mobile game, console, but this is like the console first game. console game. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, I think for like stuff that we know guaranteed is supposed to come out this year. Um, I mean, I, I do think they're going to try to get indie out this year. I, I don't think indie is going to be a terribly long game. I, I don't expect it to be like a super long game. I mean, how long are Uncharted games? Like 20 hours less? 15 hours? I mean, Uncharted 4 was notably much longer than the rest of the Uncharted games. But that's kind of um, like the series wrap-up of that, right? Yeah, but also just because it's like, oh, Naughty Dog, we should make longer games. Like, yeah. Um, but you're talking about Indiana Jones. How long do you think Indiana Jones is going to be? Yeah, I, I don't expect it to be super long. I mean, maybe it will. I, I don't know. I expect it to probably be like... I expect it to probably be like 14 to 16 hours. Yeah, I think that's like a, a safe spot for a game like that. I mean, it from what it was, like I... One of the things that they talked about in that presentation that actually piqued my interest more about that game was that it seems like there's a lot of stuff and a lot of stuff even that they showed off in there that is extremely optional. And most of it seems to be like the spelunking and like puzzle solving and stuff like that. But the people that want to seek that stuff out, it seems like there will be a lot there. So I'm actually kind of excited that it's like has all of these hidden like areas to uncover and like solve, you know, hopefully good puzzles because I I like good puzzles. Um, So that stuff is actually kind of interesting to me. It made me realize, too, that like I have seen the Indiana Jones movies as a kid because my dad used to watch them. I don't think I've watched these movies in an adult as an adult. And I should probably at least rewatch the first three. Mm. All right. I'm changing my what movie. Pick. I haven't picked one yet, but I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick the first three. Temple I mean, of, Doom, Temple of yep. Doom, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I don't that's know if those are in order. It's not the order. That's not the order. Is it Raiders of the Lost Ark is the first one? Temple of Doom yeah. is the second one. Yeah. Uh, It's not Curse of the Golden Skull, which I have seen. Uh, that's also not the right title. It's not the name, but yeah, you you got Earth, some of the words right. Cold. It's the one with Shia LaBeouf. Yes, yeah. it's not, that's not the right. What is it called? Title, though. Crystal Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Mm-hmm. You know what? I was probably thinking Curse of the Golden Isle Idol or the Case of the Golden. Idol. Anyways, the third yeah. one. I definitely know the name of the third one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the plot? What is he stealing? It's got John Connery. I'm not going to remember. What is it? Junior. <laughs> Give me the, the first Sean Connery. Word. The Last Crusade. The Last Crusade. Fuck. I definitely knew that title. Um, uh, apparently is, is, there, is there only five? Is Dial Destiny the Dial fifth Destiny's one? Dial Destiny the last one, yeah. Yeah. Which, um, dang, like, I don't care about Indiana Jones, like, yeah, at Indiana all. Jones. But, God, I'm, I feel really bad for people that did, like, that, you know, that movie did not meet ex- their expectations. Oh, is Dial Destiny not good? I've heard middling things. It was whatever. It has uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge in it. I I love her. She's great. Is she good in the movie? Yeah, she was fine. I mean, I don't know if I really cared for her character that much, but she was fine. Yeah. Which sucks because like, the director Disney of Plus? that movie, the director they of that movie makes Plus. really good movies. The, like, the guy he, that he made... made he, he made Logan. He made... Um, uh, Ford... He, Ford v Ferrari, which is like so good. Like Ford v Ferrari, it was a it was 
it was barely like on the Oscar shortlist. Uh, but like it was actually nominated for Best Picture, but it was really good. I like I I think I don't think enough people watched that movie. Um, it was very uh, I think I think the race like the races in that movie are like the best shot car races chases whatever you want to say that i like seen in a movie it's incredible and vin diesel has some words for you who's the lead in that is that christian bale it's christian bale and matt damon okay matt damon matt damon kale said uh that director also did the wolverine i don't know i'm just reading the Wolverine's yeah. not, no the wolverine's not a shit film it's a good film it's just the wolverine it's, was, i didn't say it was bad was, i just that, yeah, that same better than i know i know kale is saying this Kale is saying it's a shit film, which is oh. it's, a, it's a good film. It's just it's, it's kind of like its own thing for some reason. The Wolverine is the one with Silver Samurai. Yes. yes. Well, that was it was a terrible villain. Terrible villain, isn't it? and it ends. Uh, that's the one that ends with Xavier and Magneto rolling up in the airport. Yeah, in the airport. Yeah. And yeah. I'm I'm due for a rewatch of like all these fucking movies. I haven't watched the old X Men films in forever. Silver Silver Samurai was a giant mech in that movie, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. I think I might have played the 360 game though, but I definitely didn't. I don't think I've seen that movie. That's that's Origins Wolverine. That's that's an actual bad movie. Yeah, oh, I, I don't think I've seen. Yeah, that one's. Oh, that I, one I, I want to rewatch because I'm trying to remember it. That movie but, ended. Um, that's, a good, that's a good game though. Oh shit. That movie ended. So I, remember, like, I, uh, I definitely need to watch that movie though before Deadpool three comes out because they are definitely going to reference that movie in some way. They did reference they that movie. It in Deadpool. They referenced it in Deadpool two. Deadpool two. Which one? I don't know. Deadpool everything. two. Yes, yes. The end of Deadpool two. He literally goes to that movie. What movie? Origins. X Men Origins. Oh. Yeah. oh, he like goes oh, in the yeah. like the the cavern like in the underground place. He goes and he kills like the himself from that yeah, movie because Deadpool. Yes, yeah. yeah, he's like underground, like in a chamber, right? It's like him uh, with something like no, that. I I, so that that final fight with Wolverine, Dead. Well, he's not really Deadpool. It's Wade Wilson and uh, Sabretooth happens. Was They're it at like Three Mile si- Island? Was, they were in like a silo or like a was it yeah, a, it was yeah like a, maybe it was a nuclear silo or something yeah yeah and if i recall correctly they were fighting at the top of the silo yes and i believe uh ryan ryan reynolds character falls off at like when they kill him or whatever um yeah that movie ended with xavier showing up to like pick up the kids because I think there was like a young, there was a young Cyclops there, a young um, uh, Emma Frost there, I think. And I was thinking about this the other day because one of my friends was rewatching the first class movie. So I think they had rewatched maybe first class and. Yo, first class is such a good movie. Like, first I, class is I, good. like I will argue that that is the best X-Men movie, period. Uh, but like, I was trying to remember. Because I remember in not Days of Future's Past, but maybe. Why are we talking about this at this point? I don't remember, but I just want to quickly get this out. I don't know. <laughs> uh, are we get Wolverine this year? No, absolutely year? not. Yeah, that's not coming the, out this year. Absolutely not. Was it Armageddon? Uh, I, oh, no, I think the leak for that might have said 2026. I don't remember. I mean, I, I didn't really look at the leak. I didn't watch the gameplay or anything. I I just. All I know is who they're voicing for Wolverine, like who's voicing Wolverine, and I'm like, eh, 
about it. Who is it? Is it Steve Blum? It's um, Liam McIntyre. He voices um, he voices J- JD in Gears in Gears Four and Five. Marcus's son. Hmm. He's just like 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 nothing against him. Uh, like <laughs> this is gonna sound so bad. Nothing against him, but they basically just like chose like I don't know the whitest guy that they could choose to voice his character. I, like just the most like generic like. That's just how I feel, cause like when I, yeah. cause when like when I, when you when I played Gears Four for the first time and like JD, you know, I heard JD's voice. I'm like, oh, this is a white guy. Like it's just a generic white guy voice. Yeah. And so like, you know, like I'm not super excited about that being the pick. I I wish it was Steve Bloom. I wish they got Steve. Like you know, kind of like how Yuri's been this voice of Spider Man for so long. It would have been really cool if they were just like, yo, Steve, you're Wolverine. Let's get you in here. Oh, was Yuri Lowenthal uh, like a cartoon Spider-Man actor beforehand? I didn't know that. I think so. No, he did voice something. I want to say he voiced he voiced something in an anime. I was like, oh, that was him. Well, uh, he voices Sasuke. That's what it was. I knew he voiced. He voices Sasuke, but like, yeah. So he voiced Spider-Man for four years, twenty seventeen to twenty twenty. Um, I don't know if he. I'm trying to see if he voiced anything else outside of the video games i'm just saying that like he was known to be spider-man for a while that like i just think that steve bloom to this day is the voice of wolverine and i think it would have been really cool if they were just like hey steve let's get you in here and let's do a like a wolverine game that you can really you know uh show your chops like in 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 a in a way that's what the fuck was that was that was that me or was that i huh? heard like siri talking for a sec i don't know what that was but it wasn't it was like i think i heard it too but i think that was for, i think that was you i think i heard it off of your microphone what the fuck okay that was so weird but i'm saying like you know let's do a wolverine game that's that does the character justice like you are the voice that I think that would have been really cool. Like in most characters, I really wouldn't care as long as they do a good job. But like Steve Bloom is Wolverine, you know, in a way that just feels wrong, borderline wrong for anyone else to voice. Especially when you're, we know that these, you know, that, that Insomniac makes quality games mm-hmm. and they can do a Wolverine game justice. I, it just feels like a missed opportunity. I think that's the the better way of saying it. It, just, it feels like a missed opportunity. Yeah. Um. But quick side tangent. You know what I'm excited about throughout all of this year? That this the this baby is available all the time, all the time, dude. Baja Blast, baby. Mike, are yes. you a Baja Blast guy? I mean, I don't go to I don't go to Taco Bell. But it's in You've stores never had all a Baja year. Blast? It's in stores now. I don't remember if it's I've in had in stores uh, all year for the 20th anniversary. And I'm, I'm I've I'm probably had it before, it, but I don't think I remember it. You know what I mean? Oh, it's it's crack. It's like as someone who is a Dr. Pepper sicko, this is almost on the same level of like quality for like for me. Um the only and the only reason you're seeing me drink this over a Dr. Pepper right now 
is because I'm taking advantage of this opportunity while I have it, where I don't have to go to a Taco Bell specifically to drink Baja. There are going to be so many people that are buying fucking truckloads of this shit before the year is over to store and hoard. I bought three, I bought three (laughs) 12 packs the first time I went there. Um, a couple other quick ones I want to ramble off that I'm super excited about this year before we we wrap stuff up. But like, it was supposed to hit at the end of last year and it didn't. So I'm just gonna assume it's coming out this year. And I'm super excited about is Rift of the Necrodancer. Like, I had a chance to play that Pax East. I love Crypt of the Necrodancer. I love Cadence of Hyrule. This is not those games, but it is the same character Cadence, and it's a different type of rhythm game that's like borrowing so much zaniness like there's the dna like heavy dna of like rhythm heaven rhythm fever in this um obviously like some guitar hero aspect like rock band like scrolling rhythm as well but uh it it just it has from what the brief little bit that i played it has like all the charm of that you'd you'd want from like a warioware rhythm heaven game but it's in the style and with these characters and it just, it has really good music. It's just, it's so good. I haven't stopped thinking about it. There's like a small snippet of the soundtrack available on Apple music. I'm assuming it's must be on Spotify and other places too. If, if you don't listen on Apple music, but like it has a couple of the songs from the demo build, uh, which I think the demo build might be on steam if you want to download it, but it, it is, it is real good. I'm really excited for that. Um, Paper Mario thousand year door. I haven't played that game since the GameCube, so I'm super excited to play that game again. Um, I I love Mario RPG, I love Paper Mario, so that's just that's an easy slam dunk for me. That's a that's a no brainer. I'll play that this year. Um, really, like great back to back years for me. I get to play Mario RPG remake last year. I get to play Mario uh, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door this year. That's just uh, that's a very very uh, great great back to back for me. I will say. Have you you had to have played Thousand Year Door, Dom? I did. Are you excited for remake or it's whatever? It's whatever. Yeah. Um, I want to I want to shout out some really quick. Yeah, yeah, throw them in. Just like some quick shout outs. Um, sorry. Uh, we didn't talk about it, but uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Really excited mm. to check that out. Oh, soon too, right? That's in beginning of February. Yeah. Same day as uh, Persona. Same day as Persona. Um, uh, the Apollo Justice trilogy port. Looking yes. forward to that. That I'm I think this is. I think this is going to be the year where I'm finally going to hop in and play and start playing those games. Um, because I have. Yes. Them all. I just if you if yet. you do it, I'll do it. I played the first one for the first time two years ago. And I'm like, okay. I've I've been just, just looking for the time to pl- start the second game. So, yeah. and I have the great Ace Attorney Chronicles on Switch already. Yep, me too. I, I actually have like, so those, I want to get this new trilogy that's coming out ported over. And I bought Phantom Detective. Well, like, I, it's not yes. Ace Attorney, but like, it's kind of, you same know, Capcom, creator. same, same type of thing. Oh, I, same creator. Okay. But like, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm ready to take like weeks upon weeks and just dive into those games and, and enjoy myself with those. But I cut you off. Keep going. Yeah. Um. I actually like. Ha- I specifically have the Japanese version of Greatest Attorneys. I actually didn't realize that they released a English version, and I want to get that now. But I think it's kind of hard to get now, and that makes me sad. I would check VG um, Plus. I bet. I bet might have it still. 
Yeah, maybe. Um, so yeah, so there's that. Uh might be a little a little hot take, but Skull and Bones. I'm in, I I want to check it out. Uh like <clears throat> Excuse me. Jesus Christ. Um <laughs> I know that Baja Blast. I know. Um I know that um this game is this probably is like the most delayed game of all time. Like it's not like Beyond Good and Evil 2 where it was in progress and then it was reannounced. No, this has just been like an open development for <laughs> forever. <clears throat> but you know, last year there was some stuff that leaked because there was a a closed alpha that was happening and it looked real it looked cool. Like I looked like I something I would enjoy. People like people were saying from word of mouth that they they had a good time with it. Yeah. So I I I'm optimistic about it. Like, you know, it, it, normally with games that get delayed and delayed and delayed, it's normally a bad sign, but I am optimistic. I'm looking forward to it. So shout out to that that comes out um February 16th. Um I'm not going to play straight away, but the Mario and Donkey Kong remake, definitely we'll check that out. Yeah, I never played those any of those games, so I am excited for that. That is a I actually already pre-ordered it just cuz I wanted to make sure I got a physical copy of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm for sure. I'm I'm going to check out South Park Snow Day. You know, I'm not I I, I love Stick of Truth. I thought Fractured Butthole was was solid, like was good. It was um but um but the change of going into 3D, I'm not super don't know if that was the right call, but yeah. um I I you know, I want to check it out. Um Ayuden Chronicle 100 Heroes. I played this last month. Uh, this game is absolutely stunning. Uh, I it I don't want to say that in a different way. It is like on par with the HD 2D like Octopath art style. Mm. It is stunning. And when I went into battle for the first time and I saw like the kind of like the prepare menu where where it's just, it, it just the way that they were able to make it feel like an a triple a like epic kind of style while still having that you know that 2d aspect to it was just it i dropped my jaw i i was just like wow this is really well done um yeah it, there are it, some issues with the combat i think the um, cause you have six party members at a time, which is a lot. And you have to choose what each of these characters want to do. And I found myself a lot of the times, at least during the demo, continuously just wanting them to do a basic attack. Mm -hmm. And there's no button to just auto basic attack. There's auto, there's an auto app button where they will like use their skills and stuff like that. But I normally did not want them to do that. Um, and so I was like, that was one thing that I, I, um, I like gave feedback on. I was like, I really think this would be a great addition if you added this, but we'll see once the game comes out. But I am still, that is, that is a day one and it's coming out on game pass. So even if I don't get a code to play that early, I am playing that day one for sure. Um, I'm excited about the new saga Emerald Beyond. Um, obviously I have there's like they've been porting a bunch of those older games i have them all i just need to play them um but i, I so it's not a day one play for me but i'm i'm looking forward to it mm -hmm. um 
other games that are supposed to come out this year uh, that I'm excited for? I mean, Lost Soul aside, I've talked about that game on this podcast several times. Hopefully, She Dreams Elsewhere comes out this year. Yes, I um, need it. I need it. I know. That, um, that, go ahead. I want to I wanna throw in real quick, because I feel like you might say it, but the, what my actual, like, most anticipated game of the year, if it comes out this year, right now might actually be if not, it's tied up there with with fantasy, Final Fantasy, and and metaphor. Is Mina the Hollower, which I think oh. is going to come out this year, but like I think it will too. For me, I think just the the what we played at PAX. Yeah, I think that game is going to do the same thing that Shovel Knight did. Like I think it is going to. So like, hear me out. Shovel Knight, Shovel Knight was able to recapture specific types of old school games like like Mega Man, you know, etc. But also be its own thing and feel like its own thing. And obviously with Mina, it's a different style of game. It's like a top down Game Boy style game, and I think that the stuff that it borrows from its clear influences of how it's referencing old games. I have a lot of personal nostalgia for game boy, game boy color, game boy advance games. I think that if the, what if the snippet of that game that I played, if the full game gives me that same feeling, like, I'm 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 fucking done. I'm wasted. I like I th- there there was something special there. Like I don't know if it f- hit you the same way. I got because Dom loves Shovel Knight, and it doesn't have to be a comparison between the two. But like, w- what did Mina getting to see that early? Like, are, where where's your hype level for Mina? Um, I'm excited to play it. Do you think it has the potential to live up to like Shovel Knight level of quality? experience quality or like i'm it's a different yeah it's a different style game so it's tough for me to say like quality wise i expect that it's gonna gonna be good yeah yeah it's a tough one for you too because like for cam's context dom is a big mega man guy so like Mm -hmm. shovel knight i think hits a lot of the right notes for dom in that regard aside from it just being a good game or you know a good series of games but yeah, fuck. Mina the Hollower is it's gonna be gonna be a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. A few other games that don't have exact release dates, but are likely to come out this year that I'm really excited for. First one I want to shout out because I just feel like a lot of people forget that it exists, and I think it's gonna be really good. Is Deca Police? Um, Deca Police is that's supposed new... to come out this year. It was supposed to come out last year <laughs> it was okay. like it was yeah it was it, i think it's going to come out within the first half of, of this year um i think it's gonna come out pretty soon um but it is you know level five's new rpg so like they're the ones that make like professor layton nino cooney like that type of thing yokai watch uh yeah yokai watch um and you know it's a new ip which is really exciting it's like turn-based combat it, it like it gives me a lot of like persona vibes but you know, it's like you're in a city, you're a police officer, things like that. 
Um, and yeah, every time I like seen like stuff for it, I'm like, dang, I'm really excited about this. I'm not super crazy about the art style that much, but like just the aesthetic of like the, um, like I'm not crazy about the art style when it comes to the characters, but like the, the, the environments and stuff like that are really cool. Like futuristic style, Mm -hmm. um, combat looks cool. I'm really excited about it. Like that's a game that I think I see myself playing day one when it comes out, as long as there's not something I'm more excited for that's already out at that time mm-hmm. um 33 immortals i loved spirit fair that game's a really special game to me so like i will play anything that um thunder lotus makes moving forward and i just think it's a very interesting concept of 33 you're playing you're playing with 33 uh, to 32 other people yeah um that that idea Towerborn. i'm also really excited for like that's from the um um crap what's the name of those the banner saga people um, oh okay yeah really excited about that earthblade if that does come out you know from the celeste devs um there's one other game oh uh windblown by uh motion twin who made dead cells which is like my favorite roguelike super excited for that uh, um, um rise of the i forget what the title is it, the sequel to case of the golden idol rise of is, oh, rise, of, it, rise of the golden is it called idol, yeah. okay yeah rise, rise of the golden idol that that's supposed to, i think about this year i'm i am excited for that that is case of the golden idol is phenomenal if if you haven't played it i would highly recommend it yeah and i think one other uh, like two other games that i want to bring up um one like i actually haven't looked into a whole lot but just based off word of mouth like i definitely am gonna check it out when it comes out uh penny's big breakaway that's that from, looks like, so good. Mania yes. Team. No, that looks yeah. so good. It looks really good. I hope, I really hope it, it, it plays as look as good as it looks because it looks fantastic. It's like yeah. the protagonist of the yo-yo. So that's right up your alley, Mike. Yo-yo protagonist. Like, mm. think so- Sonic with a yo-yo. No, it's too much power. Yeah. Um, and as someone who's a big Honkai Star Rail sicko, Zenless Zone Zero. Like I, that's the new Hon- uh, Hoyoverse game. I really don't want it to grab me by the throat, but it probably <laughs> will after seeing the open beta or the closed beta or whatever. I was just like, ah, I can't. I think it's another game that's gonna get me, but we'll see. Um, and I don't know if I said this or if I or if someone else talked before I brought it up, but The Wolf Among Us Two. I think it is going to come out this year. Um, and I, that, again, like I love the first Wolf Among Us. It's one of my favorite games ever. So I'm very excited for the, the, the new one. So did you play Wolf Among Us though? I don't think I ever did. It's quick. I mean, all the yeah, games yeah. are quick. It's uh, it's pretty good. I, I don't, I don't know if anyone loves Wolf Among Us as much as Cam does. Not to say that, that there aren't people that love that game. That. I just think you're like number one fan for that game. The ending is so good, though. The ending is so good. Yeah, it it is it is an enjoyable story. Uh, you would probably actually really like you you you. I feel like you must have played Telltale games before, Mike. Something. Uh, I Telltale started Batman. Batman. I started okay. the Batman one. I never. I didn't get very far. The Wolf Among Us is is pretty good. Um, is it a is it a its own story or is it based off of another story it's based off the fables comic but it's a, it serves as a prequel okay so that takes or like not a prequel but it takes place before the events of yeah. fables it's uh it's good i enjoyed it i mean so, i think it, like I, it, it it's made me really want to 
read fables because it does still i'm pretty sure the comic still does star bigby and and like what he's got going on so Hmm. i'm very curious as to what and fables is you know was a very long-running very popular comic so i do want to check that out yeah i uh i mean i'll play wolf among us too if it comes out I'm excited for that. I actually kind of want to play a lot of the Telltale games that I never finished. Like, I never finished the Walking Dead series, which I, I liked. I just never finished it. Um, I never played Tales of the Borderlands, which is also supposed to be phenomenal. Um, I actually started Tales of the Borderlands shortly after I beat Wolf Among Us in 2021 for the first time. But I just mm. I didn't finish it for no reason other than I just... I think... Um, I think when I played Wolf Among Us, it was the beginning of 2021, so like maybe the first week or something, and then uh, Cyber Shadow came out, so I played that and never went back to the other one, Tales of the Borderlands. But, I mean, I think I think we are already in for a pretty... Uh, fun year i think there's a lot of good games that are already coming out i think there's some cool stuff on the horizon um excited to see some other things that surprise us later in the year but i think so far we we have a a good amount of cool stuff to look forward to which is exciting it's always always exciting to to have cool stuff on the horizon but before we wrap things up if you're new to the show, or is your first time listening to the show, we end every episode with the game. And the way the game works is I pick one of the games we normally play. We keep track of the scoreboard throughout the year. It's a fresh year. We're still in January, so it's a reset scoreboard. Uh, Cam has the unique potential here to get the first points on the guest board for the year. So let me add Cam to the leaderboard in my phone. Very professional. <sighs> Um, as the year stands right now, Dom has a, a nice lead with three points and Mike and Todd are both tied in second with one point apiece. Uh, Cam has a chance to jump up on the board and Mike has a chance to take a nice little lead from Todd. Todd not here to, de- to defend his spot on the, on the scoreboard, Mike. So a lot riding on today. A lot of, a lot of potential movement on the board today. But before we do that and before I outro the show. Cam, plug whatever you want to plug, wherever you want to want to share with people right now. Let let the people know. Um, so my new job, I do PR for Apogee Entertainment, who's an indie publisher. Um, so I don't write anymore outside of my book. I'm still writing my book. Um, so all of my stuff I'm doing right now is pro- most likely going to be with Spawn on me. Uh, youtube.com slash spawn on me, twitch.tv slash spawn on me. Um, I will be on there next to talk about Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. I am playing it. That is all I can say. Uh, and, um, yeah, just moving forward, that's where I'm going to be talking about a lot of stuff primarily. And, uh, the spawnies are happening. I think you have, like, I think you have one more day to vote. I think you have until the end of today to vote, so... If you're watching, you can vote. If not, just check out thespawnies.com um, and see if you can still vote. I don't remember. And uh, you can tune into the Spawnies. I don't remember the day off the top of my head. 
Um, you can. When is the show? When is the show? Well, the website does not tell me, so uh, I, I don't. I don't know. I can't tell you. Just, just follow. Uh, just follow. Uh, Khalif at uh, on Twitter at Khalif Adams, and he. It's his. It's his ship. He'll. He will share everything accordingly. Um. Yeah, it looks like vote for your favorite games until January 19th. So if you're watching right now, this is your last chance to vote for the Spawnies. And what's cool about it is that it's all community driven. Like the community chooses the nominees, the community chooses the winners, all that stuff. Exciting stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for you to be doing a lot more over on Spawn on Me. That's uh, Khalif's great. It's good, good stuff over there. As always, we appreciate you listening to this week's episode, episode 402 of the Pass the Controller podcast. Uh, you can support us in a bunch of different ways. Uh, the easiest way and the freest way to do that is by going to uh, wherever you listen to the show, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to the show, leave us a five-star review. It takes two seconds. It doesn't take a lot of your time, and it helps us tremendously. So if you could do that, that would be fantastic. If you have bucks kicking around you want to support the show, you can do that in a bunch of ways twitch.tv slash passcontroller and subscribe to the show, uh, passcontroller.threadless.com and getting some swag, patreon.com slash passcontroller and becoming a patron. Um, if you are an audio-only only listener, which a majority of our audience is, I'd just like to remind because a lot of people do end up tuning in or finding us this way as well now, but we do record the show live every week when we record, so if you want to see our faces and watch the show, you can do that by going to twitch.tv slash passcontroller. If you can't catch the show live, no problem. We put up all the shows over on our YouTube channel. Just search Pass the Controller Podcast on YouTube, and it will pop up. Um, so all those ways to engage with us if you are only an audio listener, or if you're a video listener or a live show watcher, are, you can watch listen to it on your podcast feed as well. We do have faces. Um, I feel like that's yeah, that's it. That's that's what we do. That's who we are. Um, but without further ado, the game we are going to play Answer Unlocked today. Which, if you're a new time listener or if Cam needs a refresher on the rules, Answer Unlocked is a game where I pick three games. I read the achievement slash trophies and their descriptions. Whoever guesses the game first gets the point. Without further ado, game number one. Handsome style. Customize your profile badge for the first time. No nonsense avatar. Clear arcade with one blank. Bushido tactics. Clear arcade with five blank. Is this sushi striker? Incorrect. Okay. World domination is at hand. Clear arcade with 15 blank. Leave everything to me. Clear arcade with all standard blank. Street Fighter 6? Incorrect. Don't you take that tone with me, young man. Complete an arcade run without losing a single stock. Tekken 7. Incorrect. Blimey. 
Complete an arcade run on the highest difficulty. I want an award. Compete in your first local or online battle. Is this Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2? It is Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2. Cam gets the first point. Game number two. Cinematographer. Added 50 unique images to the image grid. Oh. Oh, yeah. Fuck immortality. Immortality. I couldn't remember the name of the game. There was no no shot. No shot. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. There we go. Game number three. The final game. Love the serenity. Reach the blank of the blank for the first time. A room with a view. Reach the blank for the first time. Finally, a moment of rest. Reach the blank blank for the first time. Smells like burned flesh. Reach the blank for the first time. What's that funky smell? Reach the blank blank for the first time. Hades? Incorrect. Who needs an Italian plumber? Reach the blank blank for the first time. Borderlands? Incorrect. My only wish to catch a fish. Reach the blank blank for the first time. Crash Bandicoot? Incorrect. Though that would be a funny achievement trophy name if it was Crash Bandicoot and it said, who needs an Italian plumber anyway? That would be a funny achievement. Um, the dead center of the island. Reach the blank for the first time. I bet dead you reach the dead center of the island. It is indeed dead cells. Okay. Like it's like it's definitely got to be a roguelike because. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It that that was I I was like if I omit all the names of the places I feel like it'll become clear it's that. Um. All right. Glad. That'll do it. That ends the week. Mike climbing up a little bit with two points. Dom staying true at the top with three. Todd, no points for you, Todd. And Cam taking a commanding two points over on the guest leaderboard. I will say, at some point soon, we have to figure out either having you and Jesse both on or figuring out some other little thing to do because we know who won the, the show leaderboard last year. It was one Dominic Forty. But there's a tie on the guest leaderboard, and it is you and Jesse. So you and Jesse oh, really? duke it out to be the 2023 guest champion. So we got to figure out what we'll do for that. But the, right now, the crown, the crown is in contention, unless we split the crown in half. But that's no fun. Who wants half a crown? Anyways, thank you, Cam, so much for coming on and hanging out with us for a very tight two hours. Uh, we love you all out there in podcast land. We appreciate you. Until next time. Yeah.